Hello, I'm Marina and the Dimes and welcome to Fucking Hell. This is my first um, web chat or video chat in about three years. Um, I wanted to do it because I like communicating with you in a genuine way. And so for the past two days, I've asked you to tweet me some questions to answer. So I've picked my favorites. Um, the first one, which is an absolute classic, is from Lorenzo's Jewels, and he says, Marina, why are your boobs so big? Well, Lorenzo, I am half Greek, half Welsh, and Mediterranean women um, are quite often very curvy, so it is a genetic reason and nothing else. Both sides of the family have boobs. <laughs> um, at jock underscore bass says, Marina, would you call fruit your best work so far? Now, I think all artists, when they do an album, they say, oh my God, this is my best work so far. However, I do feel like it is because I feel like the first two albums were A, very different to each other and B, were very much me still learning um, a lot about songwriting and and about who I was as a person and, and as an artist. So I feel like with Fruit, I've finally got it figured out. Um, and not just that, I just feel like everything is, I don't know, it feels easy this time. It feels like effortless and, and fun and really enjoyable. So I hope you think it will be too. Uh, Rebecca says, are you going to have a world tour when? Yes, I will. And I will be doing that world tour in or from October. So up until then, I'm just going to be doing festivals and a few select shows, which are for press um, and fans, very hardcore fans. But I hope um, I will be coming to places that I haven't toured before. For example, Greece. And also Latin America. And also Asia and Australia, you know, basically everywhere, but um, I just love performing and I love meeting people from other countries. So hopefully I'll be coming to your town. Now, Jag630 says, what is the role of suffering in existence? Is suffering necessary? How hard should I work to reduce suffering? Well, um, I feel like the role of suffering is, is um, is there to make you appreciate pleasure and happiness and joy. So if you're happy all the time, it wouldn't mean anything to you. So the times that you suffer and that you're in pain are the times that you um, kind of, I suppose, build yourself as a person. Downton Hour says, did you feel like you were pretending to be someone you're not when you were Electra Heart? 100% yes. <laughs> I mean, there was uh, obviously a lot of me in the album, but probably rather the cynical side of me. Um, and also, I actually physically was pretending to be another person. So you all know how that turned out. Scotlandist said, if you could describe the new album in one word, what would it be? Juicy. <laughs> Lolosh says, 
I can't tell if Marina's diamonds is a heartbreaker or heart or broken hearted. Both maybe. Of course, um, I've, I have been both. And I, I think that most people will have been in their life. Downton Arrow again says, what do you think your life would have been if you hadn't been an artist? I think I would have gone into advertising and marketing because I love, I love putting together a package as you might have known. It's something that comes very naturally to me and something that I'm very interested in. I love visuals as well. I'm a very visual person. So probably that, but if I had gone to university, I would have studied psychology. Um, so maybe I would have been a shrink. Um, Marina D official says, are you close with your sister? Yes, I am. My sister is a wonderful person. She's called Lafina. She's 33. She um, is a doctor, um, as well as many other things. Um, hmm. Marina D official again says, would you ever sing a song in Greek for all of your Greek diamonds? That is after all, where you are from. <laughs> well, again, of course, of course I would. I'll have to get my dad to help me select um, a good song. Oh, Maeve has no life asks, how are you just in general? Hope you're well. Well, Maeve, thank you very much for asking. Um, I feel pretty good right now. Uh, I'm just starting promotion, which I've held off for three months so that I could just do my own thing and uh, put the music out that I wanted in, in my own way without any fuss. But now uh, I'm starting to do photo shoots, which I'm really enjoying. Um, gigs again, slowly, slowly. So yes, I'm feeling very focused. Marina D. Official, sorry, I just really like the questions, says, how did you get your middle name Lambrini? So in the UK, we have a horrendous cheap wine, which is two pounds, and it's called Lambrini. In Greek, it's um, actually Labrini. Um, and it was um, my grand's name, who's very, very dear to me, and I was very close to her. Um, so that's where I got it from, but it means uh, someone who's full of light. So my next question is from Sidi Kujada. Are you going to do a meet and greet in this tour? Really want to take me a pic with you? I will sell my ass. <laughs> well, guess what Kujada? You don't need to sell your ass because I do it for free. And um, as some fans will know, I always try and come out after every show. I've probably not come out maybe four or five times in, in, um, in my whole touring career. So yes, if I have energy, I'll come out. Hmm. Uh, again, Maeve has no live says, I saw a pic of you with emo hair. Did you ever go through an emo or goth phase? Well, when I first came to London, there were a lot of emos hanging around. And I was like, wow, what is this strange subculture? And I always used to see them in Camden looking very cool and moody. Um, so I was never an emo, but I did try. And <laughs> I tried for about six months. And then I just, I, you know, I had to leave the emo lifestyle behind me. It just wasn't working out very well. 
S. Diamondis says, will there be a fast song on the record? Um, nt, nt, yes, I will. Uh, it's not like Electra Heart in that it's like dance, electro pop, but um, there is, I mean, here the, the upbeat ones are Forget, Blue, um, Better Than That, I guess, in a way. So yeah, if you're thinking stylistically, will there be any dance songs? Hell no, but there will be upbeat ones or up-tempo ones. Um, Cass Leeks says, how do you balance a heavy workload with an active social life? <coughs> well, what I do is I limit the amount of times that I can get drunk per week. So it's very hard to be rock and roll as a girl. You can't go out and party and then get up in the morning and expect to look amazing and perform in a, in a good way. So a little bit of self-restraint never did anyone any harm. Um, FK Nut <laughs> says, what has been the best experience in writing this album? I think being able to do it on my own, um, FYI, for those of you who don't know, I've written this entire record alone, which if any of you are into songwriting credits, you'll know is, is um, an incredibly rare thing at the moment in our musical landscape. So that's been the best experience. Actually not answering to anyone and me saying, hey, guess what, I'm going to do this record and you are not going to tell me how it's going to be. I am going to tell you how it's going to be. Uh, again, CD Kijada says, did you like not being so famous? <laughs> well, Kijada, you really are asking all the important questions today. Um, I would say that I like my level of recognition. Sometimes uh, if I go into town, I have makeup on, I get spotted by some nice fans, particularly in Topshop for some reason. Um, and I usually enjoy chatting to people, but I also like to uh, have the freedom to look like shit and go to Sainsbury or whatever supermarket that's out there and be able to just, you know, buy toilet roll. So, um, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, I guess I do like not being so famous. Okay, Diana says, on a scale of one to 10, how bad did middle school or high school suck for you? Well, I hate to disappoint, but I really liked both. There was only one year, which was year 11 in, I suppose, what you would call high school, that I didn't really like. Um, I went to a girls' school and girls just sometimes get a bit competitive and bitchy, especially when boys are involved. So that was the year that I already knew that I was going to move country and go to Greece. So it figured out pretty well. Um, Gangster Bitch Zero says, your songs in Fruit are written with positive emotion and lyrics. Who or what changed you that way? Um, <clears throat> hmm, I think it was a gradual change, but also it felt like it happened overnight, if that makes sense. I think it was something that I wanted for a long time and something that I didn't have um, or that I didn't feel. And to be quite honest, I was sick of feeling like shit. So I knew that something had to change in my life 
Um, and I didn't want to be sad anymore. So I changed a few things and I, I kind of just asked myself like, what, what do you not like um, about your day-to-day existence? What do you not like about yourself? And who are you really? Nuclear Perry says, what were your emotions throughout making an album? Uh, hmm, that's a good question. Don't know if I have an interesting answer. I guess I was very kind of single-minded and I was very eager to get it right in terms of creating the album that I wanted to make. So working with one producer really um, facilitated that. Uh, Capivarino says, what was the most difficult song to be written on fruit? Fruit was very difficult to write because it has many different stages. Sorry, this is a bottle cap. Um, and I think the other one was Happy. Happy took a very long time to write because I, I kind of did the verse and then the chorus was written like three months later. So it was very much a, a lyrical thing. It was just, if I don't know exactly what I want to say in a song, then sometimes it takes me a little bit longer to complete. Uh, v Wincup says, if you could sum up your career in one word, what would you choose? Um, messy, to be honest. It's all felt a little bit messy up until this point, but now I feel very clear. Alessandra Fritz says, why is fruit spelt the way it is? Please explain. Okay, um, it's, there's not like a big meaningful explanation to it. I just like the way that it looked. And also I didn't want, um, I didn't want it to have the normal spelling because it sounds a bit serious, like fruit. So this one's more playful. It's quite childish. Um, and also it, for me now looking at it, it kind of, it represents my visual um, kind of my visual identity, which is blending artifice with nature, like having a big neon lip or um, creating a very electronic live show with lots of fruits and flowers in it. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, Jesus Graham says, aren't you going to do a remake of any unreleased song of yours? I don't think so, because for me, the point of writing, the point of um, releasing albums is not because I'm signed to Atlantic Records and I have to fulfill my contracts or I have to, uh, you know, sell things or make money. It's because it's a way of documenting my life. And that's the truth. Even if I wasn't signed, I'd still be doing this. So for me to release um, an old song would be strange. Unless it was like a killer song, I don't think I would because it's like old stories. So I want each album to be a chapter of where I'm at so that when, you know, if I reach 60 years old, I can look back and, and see, you know, what happened in my life and understand who I am as a person. Okay, Kaya Diamond says, what is your personal relation to Derek Davies? Well, I see you on Instagram and I see you commenting all the time about us being a couple. We're not. We're very good friends um, and I've known him since 2008. 
So he's one of my best friends and he's not my boyfriend. Uh, David Diamand says, did you notice any changes in yourself as you wrote more and more of the album? And if so, what were they? Mm. Yeah, I think I grew more confident, especially with production um, and with songwriting. And I think David Coston definitely helped with that because in the beginning, when I had said to my label, listen, I'm going to write this album on my own and, um, and I want to co-produce it, they were a little bit like, well, don't kind of put co-writing out of your sights just yet. You know, you might want to try it. Don't be too black and white about things. And I was just like, whatever. <laughs> I feel like I need to do this. So when I went to David and I... Um, played him my songs he was very very encouraging and he was like these are stellar and you're gonna make a great album Bear Nil now says how much do you love your diamonds like what is this love <laughs> well it's a, it's a it's a special kind of relationship because I can't I can I can say I love you in that uh, in, in terms of I feel a lot of affection for you um, obviously, I don't know you all, so I can't really genuinely say I love you. Um, however, it's very special, very, very special fan base, and um, that's all I have to say on that. Toxic Spears says, what is your favourite song from the album? Sorry. Um... Favourite song from the album, probably better than that musically speaking. I love it so much. Like I, I listen to it really regularly, <laughs> even though it's my music. Um, and there's a song called Savages, which for me is really important. So maybe those two, but also Happy and Fruit, I really like as well. Hmm. Okay. Oh, this other one actually has had a, a lot of people have been asking this. They say, what inspired Fruit of the Month? So the reason I did Fruit of the Month was for you guys, because I feel like I know you as a fan base quite well. And um, I really wanted to do something different um, that wouldn't make me feel so confined in terms of having to be commercial and having to worry about being played on the radio and, um, I don't know, I suppose depending on, on exposure in, in that way. So even though, you know, I, I love that and I need that, I think with Electra, I felt so burnt by it and so fucking tired that, um, I just didn't want to do that anymore. So I created a strategy which involved, if you don't know, um, uh, basically asking you to pre-order the album so that I could then send you one new track per month in six months leading up to the album release. So essentially you receive half the album before it's out. Um, and of course with each fruit of the month I incorporate a visual world, scented vinyl that people can indulge themselves in and I can create and have fun creating. So it's, it was more to do with the type of album that I've created and also 
you know, how I wanted to function as an artist. Um, I wanted to be independent. And this has enabled me to do that. So thank you so much if you've pre-ordered the album. I genuinely mean it. So Immortal Gold says, were you nervous for your driver's test? Did you have to parallel park? It's really hard. So props to you if you did. Yes, I was nervous. My foot was doing this. It was like doing this weird spasm and I couldn't get it to stop. <laughs> um, and also anyone out there who hasn't taken their test, I was terrified. Like there's a reason I took my test at 28 years old. <laughs> um, 2008 Grande says, how do you deal with hate? Well, uh, I think it just comes with age and getting a bit older, not really caring. You know, there are always going to be people who are disappointed with their own lives, so they're sending you uh, mean tweets. But what can you do? I don't really care. Oh, yeah. Leo Cleocat says, do you post the pictures and art people submit to your Planet Fruit Tumblr or to someone else? I do it. I do it all. So, there. Um, Tess Grew says, who is doing the graphic design art direction for the album? Uh, there's a guy called Sam Caldy who is doing it and he's wonderful. Sorry, I'm so thirsty. Fruitastic says, do you ever look at how your fandom is doing? Yes, I stalk you sometimes. Sometimes, if it's the dead of night and I can't sleep, I will go on um, my new followers and I'll just click on random people because I'm interested. Like, who are these random people all across the world just finding out about me? <laughs> so, yes, I do check up on you. Um, uh, Poison Ivy says, what is your favourite album that you've made? Family Jewels, Electrical Fruit. Uh, it's very hard, but I think I would say Fruit. But I would only fairly be able to say maybe in a few years' time, once I've toured it and um, I have a less biased opinion. Uh, J.A. Carrillo says, how does it feel to be as fabulous as you are? Um, well, I don't feel fabulous all the time, but if I dress up and do my makeup and hair, then it feels really great. But sometimes I don't do that. A lot of the time I don't. I just wear joggers like today. See? <laughs> but I'm still feeling all right. Still feeling half halfway fabulous. Um, hmm. Mm, H... Q Entity says, what's the most awkward interview you've suffered so far? Mm, I've been quite a few. Actually, the nice thing about this era so far is that all of the interviewers are asking good questions. She's like, Halle fucking New Year. Um, but there was one actually in New York that I did last week. And uh, they said, uh, they asked me what my festival fashion must have whatever tip was and I just said if you live in the UK then you bring a bin bag like a black bin bag to put over your head in case it rains and she didn't really get that so that's been my worst for the past week 
Mm. Okay, next. Uh, Jen the Diamond says, well, the pro was the process of creating the fruit era a longer or more difficult one than Electra Heart? I would say it was easier and longer. <laughs> Goro was taken, says, can you pass me the link of the dildo you own? I want to buy exactly the same one. Um, well, Goro, I don't have a dildo, so you'll have to pick your own. Mm. Tiny Horn says, who is your... <laughs> Sorry. Tiny Horn says, what is your biggest inspiration in music? Uh, I do have some musical idols, actually. Um, Fiona Apple, Brody Dahl from The Distillers, Shelley Manson I love, uh, PJ Harvey, Madonna, Patti Smith, women who uh, were very uncompromising. Blue Savages says, how has your life changed since you left 679? Well, I actually didn't leave my record label 679. They, they basically didn't renew their contract. So it wasn't really a drama. It was just like the label doesn't exist anymore. And I'm now on Atlantic Records fully. <clears throat> Hey, David says, was it a conscious decision not to have other artists feature on any of your albums so far? Would you like to collab with anyone at the moment? Um, it, I, yes, it was a conscious decision, but in, in that I'm not really interested usually in doing collabs. However, there are specific people who I'd love to collaborate with. One is Roy Um Who else? Brody Dahl, I would love to. Um, and I have actually done a collab recently, so you'll find out that soon, probably. So I think, I think that's it. I think that's it for now. Sorry, it's been a bit kind of, I'm at, because I'm pre-recording it, it's a bit weird because I feel like I'm not actually speaking to you, but, um, I'm just alone in, in this conference room. Um, in my management office, so it feels a bit strange, but I hope you've enjoyed Fackin' Hell. There will be another one. Um, thank you very, very much so far for your support. You are an incredible fan base, and I really hope you're going to enjoy through. I'm very, very excited for you to hear it, and the best is yet to come, for sure. I'll see you next time. Hello, welcome to the Neon Nature Tour Fucking Hell. I am Marina and today I will be answering a few of your questions. I also have some announcements to make. Um, so the first one is that I am adding a new London date, a new Glasgow date and a new Manchester date to the tour in February because these dates sold out incredibly quickly and we didn't think, well, we didn't expect them to. And so um, we decided to add a second one. So pre-sale goes, um, happens on Wednesday and general sale on Friday. I have two other things to tell you, but I will include them 
in your questions. <clears throat> okay, so from Happy on the Run, they say, what songs do you know will be on the set list? So, the biggest change with, uh, with regard to the actual performance um, this time around is that the show is split up into three acts. So act one will be the Family Jewels, act two is Electra Heart, and act three is Fruit. So each act will represent the, the era visually, but also um, I'll be playing my favorite songs from each era. So I'm not revealing the set list just yet, but um, yeah, there's a good mix on there. There's quite a good balance. Uh, there are slightly more songs from Fruit naturally, but, um, but yeah, you'll see. <laughs> um, from Fruitus, what made you decide not to repackage Fruit? Well, Sometimes, because I like to say exactly what's on my mind at the time, I, I kind of toss ideas up in the air when I'm talking to you. And at one point I was thinking about doing a repackage of Fruit because I had a song called I'm Not Hungry Anymore um, that I really wanted you guys to hear. But then I kind of decided against the repackage because I feel like the point in me doing albums is to document a chapter of, of my life at that time and I'm, I'm not able to write from that point of view now and so I think Fruit is best left as a 12 track, super concise, um, I suppose, package in itself. Um, so there will be no repackage. However, I'm, I'm undecided about Hungary. Basically, I'm not I'm not 100% happy with it yet, <laughs> so I can't give it to you. Um, Sun Model says, do you think this will be your very last tour? If so, what are your plans for the future? No, I don't think it will be my last tour, um, but I think going forward I'd like to um, be able to tour in a different way because as you know and as you see, it's a very hard kind of lifestyle for artists um, in in regards to the campaigns. Um, you basically, you know, you're home for a certain period of time and then you say, oh, sorry, I'm gonna sneeze. You say goodbye to your friends <laughs> and your family and you go off and you travel all around the world for two years. So that for me is not sustainable anymore. Um, so I'm gonna try and do things differently after Fruit, but for Fruit, I wanna you know, work the hardest that I've ever worked and that I wanna tour as much as I possibly can. <coughs> Acid Rain says, are you ever going to stop trolling us? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Sun Model again says, why have you been saying that you don't have plans for another musical project? We're worried. I, I don't know about that. I just, I guess I'm, I've reached a point where, because Fruit was so satisfying for me and um, I finally felt like I have been understood as, as a person and as an artist. There's not that same hunger and ambition. There's a different kind of hunger for other things. So I think music will always be part of my life and songwriting will be as, you know, as long as I have a working mind because at the end of the day, the reason I started songwriting was 
was essentially a, a way to counsel myself and to um, help myself with problems that I had. So that will always remain. But um, but I, I think I just want to do other things too. It's like, imagine, I know a lot of you are young, but imagine if you had had one job for 10 years, um, you'd probably want to start to do other things too, uh, or maybe do that thing in a different way. <clears throat> Um, so Kayla Dritza 7 says, there has been a lot of confusion surrounding the meet and greets. How will this work for the Neon Nature Tour? Okay, so um, I used to go out after every show, every single night, unless I was ill, and, um, and do as many meet and greets as I possibly could. But I've stopped doing that for two reasons. One, which is, you know, the most honest answer I can give. I, I can't do it anymore. I don't have the energy to be able to perform and do these really long tours and also um, do that as well. And it's really not because I don't want to. Like, my my I, like ideal show scenario would be to come out in the line with you guys and just have a chat um, before the show. But... It's, it's not really possible. So another reason is safety, because I've noticed that um, when I used to come out to meet people, you know, they might be on the other side of the road, they'd be like running across the road or waiting till 2 a.m. in really sketchy areas. And I don't want to put anybody in danger just for the sake of, of meeting me or, or like saying hi, it's just not worth it. So. What I've come up with is a free meet and greet system. It's, it's based on potluck online, or at least very random luck. My management um, will pick you on the day and you will come and say hello before the show. <coughs> and, um, and we can have a chat then. Now, I picked 10 pairs for this, so 20 people every night and I know it's a bit frustrating because it kind of axes your um, you know your kind of probability of seeing me but that's the only way that I can do it and I've decided I want to be super honest with you so that you know what to expect and on a positive note that the whole reason for performing and why I love it so much is because we get to share one moment which will never happen again and we're all in one room together. So that's our meet, that's our meet and greet. It's like, I can see you and you can see me and we are in the same room because of music and for our love of music. So, <clears throat> uh, the Komakazi says, what have you realized about yourself and or your creative process by writing all the songs for fruit on your own? Um, so I, have picked this question because I read a, um, a book recently called Quiet and it's relevant to this question because it talks about um, introverts and extroverts and we see extroverts commonly in our culture as people who are you know really loud get you know get on very well socially um, and are genuinely seen in a positive light, whereas introverts, you kind of think of someone who's very inward. 
for me, I am definitely um, more kind of, I suppose, I identify much more with introverted characters, which means I like working on my own. I like spending a lot of time alone. And this um, this is definitely relevant to to writing. So even though in the future I might co-write with other people, I think it's actually uh, for a reason that it's worked really well writing on my own because that's when the best um, ideas usually come out. And I've realized that that's fine. That's okay. It's, it's okay not to, you know, have to collaborate with 15 people, so. <clears throat> uh, what's your favorite thing about performing by Lady Gaga with an X? Uh, I, for me, it's about the visual thing. So I get to present my vision to you, like my total, total conceived vision for, for example, fruit um, in an hour and a half on stage. Um, and this, you know, the second thing that I love as well is that I'm kind of, by being a songwriter and being very public about, about what I do, I'm attracting a fan base which is like-minded or at least that's how I like to think of things so hopefully I'm attracting fans who are you know I might be friends with in real life usually uh, can you describe or show us a picture of the neon nature stage um, yes I will so in the in like the next few weeks I'm gonna be giving you a few images um, also, in the beginning of October, I'm going to be giving you a lookbook of all of the illustrations made by the designers of my tour outfits, which are amazing. Like, they're my dream, dream stage outfits. So I'll be giving you bits and pieces. Vivi de Jackson says, are you happy now? That is a very good question. Um, yeah, I am, but I have a lot on my mind, and um, I also think happiness is very much something that is fleeting. Um, that's why we appreciate it so much when we are genuinely happy and like completely connected and, and present to, to what's going on in our lives. So it'd be a natural to have that that feeling every single day. Um, but yeah, like everybody else, I'm trying every day to. to solve things and, and, you know, sort things out. Um, Cold Like Stone says, do you sometimes feel like being Marina and the Diamonds gets a little too much, like you need some time off and just be Marina? Not really, because I don't think of myself as Marina and the Diamonds. I think of it as like my it's my work it's like it's a public representation of my of who marina diamandis is so yeah it's doesn't feel like there's a huge distinction or i feel like i'm somebody else on stage and i think social media actually really helps with that because um you can uh, i suppose portray a much more realistic side of you via twitter <laughs> um knat96 says do you feel it's easier to make friends within or outside of the industry? That is a very good question. Um, definitely outside of the industry. And the main reason is, uh, is that artists are 
usually in exactly the same phase of their life as you are, which is like, you don't have a lot of time to get to know people, you're all over the world, you can't commit and stuff like that. So I've usually gravitated towards people outside of the industry, but I do have a few um, people who I'm very fond of in the industry. So that's always nice. Um, that Marina Graham says, how does it feel when a fan starts crying because he or she sees you? Um, it's, it feels very sweet and I understand it because, for example, now you're watching this and if I turned up right next to you in like five minutes, it would feel very surreal because I am an image on your screen. However, um, I'd rather that fans don't um, and I really hope that they see me as, you know, some kind of friend, even though we haven't met. But that's how I feel about fans. Like when I'm on stage and doing a show, I've said to you before that I feel like I'm always amongst friends and that's how, you know, I, I approach gigs. It's not like I'm on stage and I have to impress this audience. It's more like all of these people in here are like-minded and, and, you know, it's a, it's a cool thing. So please don't cry, but if you do, I understand. Um, <laughs> Cold Like Stone says, seeing as you and Jack are pretty private, can we expect a selfie anytime soon? Well, you never bloody know. However, usually I don't, haven't done that kind of thing in the past, but um, yeah, maybe we can surprise you one day. <clears throat> um, system Error 1996, when is the Clean Bandit collab being released? So, I know some of you are getting very, very worked up online about it. Here's the thing, Clean Bandit's album is out next year and they're working very hard right now creating it. Um, and Disconnect was, was written about 10 or 11 months ago and we performed it at Coachella because we just wanted to see how it would go down. Um, so it will be out, but it'll probably be the beginning of next year um, and you will get a really um, nice um, finished product of it as opposed to having to listen to the live version over and over again. <laughs> um, okay. What type of merch will you be selling? So, this is going to be revealed at 7.40 on Twitter. I'm, I'm particularly excited about this one because um, I have been very dedicated to making it exactly how I want. There is one hint that I'm going to give you. There is a scratch and sniff t-shirt with a massive cherry on it, which I'm very fond of. And there are some incredible accessories as well. Um, so you'll see all of that anyway online later. So it'll be on Tumblr and Twitter at 7.40. Sorry, I'm back. I faved some of the tweets um, and I wanted to know which ones they were. So uh, from Branks NNX, are you, excited to, are you excited to play in the Greek theater in LA? Yes, hugely. Um, not just because it's called the Greek Theatre, but it's an amazing venue and it's set in Griffith Park, which is one of my favourite places. 
somewhere supernatural. Um, so I can't wait. Um, Keep My Secret says, how do you think you would handle the kind of full-on paparazzi that regular celebs get? Uh, I've had to think about this, and actually, I think I would find it really boring after a while. Um, more boring than annoying. So I am very glad that I don't have that. Um, Haha, I get it now, says, your fandom worships you. Do you ever wish we would just chill the fuck out? <laughs> No, actually, no. I think you're very sweet. And I hope, actually, my biggest hope is, is not that people, you know, carry on worshipping me, but I think, um, I think of the future when you guys are like 30 or 40 um, and we can still share, you know, shows together. So that's my aim in, in terms of our relationship. Um, Sun Model says, sorry, I'm answering a lot of Sun Model's questions, but she was just bombarding my timeline. How would your life be different if you had succumbed to your label's pressure and become a huge pop star? Um, I think I would be on a bit of a treadmill, to be honest, because a lot of pop stars are, they gain um, a huge amount of success quite quickly and then I find it very hard to start saying no to things. So your life just becomes this complete bubble. So if my life already feels a little bit detached and disconnected for me sometimes, I don't know how I would cope um, as someone who was a huge pop star. Um, ooh, okay. Oh no, I don't know who this is from. Are there any particular artistic inspirations that you use for Neon Nature Tour? Yes, um, it was, all about fusing nature and technology for me, or kind of our digital world. So I've always been interested in how things are gonna progress for us, especially our generation, because we're pretty much the digital generation who's had to adapt or has grown up with the internet. Um, so yeah, it's fusing those two elements together and um, I suppose seeing it through a kind of sci-fi prism, sci-fi 70s prism. Uh, Marina's Kiwi says, how do you keep yourself occupied when you're traveling for long lengths of time? Any tips? Well, I am a master at this now because I've been doing it for six years. And the answer is a Kindle <laughs> or any book. I love the School of Life books at the moment. There's so many good ones and they're really, really helpful no matter what age you are. Um, Yes, what other ones have I been reading? I've been reading a huge amount recently, actually. Um, hello, 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 hello. Um, okay, this is another one of the announcements. Circambient um, said, can you please comment on the Electra Heart vinyl? This is all I ask. Okay, yes, it is real and it is coming on. Uh, 30th of October, Family Jewels and Electra Heart are coming out and you can pre-order globally from tomorrow. This is a major feat because it was such a shame that Electra Heart hadn't been produced but now it is and if you're a vinyl junkie you can have all three. Oh, Williams Corin says, is your dad coming over from Greece to watch you perform at the Greek theatre? Um, 
I'm not sure. He also loves Ireland. Hello, Irish fans out there. Um, so I think he might come over for that leg instead, but you never know. Um, and I think that's about it. I think I've gone through all my questions. Yeah. Frappuccino Liam says, can you talk more about the kind of break you want to take after the tour? I don't know. It's really, I'm going through a weird phase at the moment, I have to admit, because I feel like, um, I feel like music and Marina and the Diamonds has been my goal for uh, half my life since I was 15. And, and, you know, in some ways, it's not that I've achieved everything, it's more that I feel satisfied with it and I'm not like, you know, it's not like a life or death situation. I care, you know, about other things as well in life now. I'm not, not so kind of narrow-minded. Um, it's made me think in a much uh, broader way, which is healthy. So I don't know what the future holds, but don't worry, I'm not going anywhere. I'm just kind of dithering at the moment and, you know, not really sure. Um, I'm not really sure of the future, which for some of you out there, you might know how that feels. It, it feels very strange. However, I, I do know that, um, though I can't say the dates next year for Neon Nature, I will be on the road until October. So yeah, so I guess I'll have a, some kind of break after that and I will let you know when I figure out what I'm gonna do. Okay, so that's all the questions. Um, I don't think I have anything else to announce. Um, I've been a little bit all over the place today, but um, I really can't wait. I'm so excited. I just, I've never done a tour like this before, particularly with a stage production, and I can't wait for you to see it. Um, there are going to be lots of treats on the way. Go check out the Twitter now for the merch reveal. I'm modelling it for the first time ever. <laughs> um, and that will be available obviously from the 12th of October on, on the show days. And then I think when the December run ends, it will go online. So I'll speak to you soon. Love you.